0: Have you recently seen a drop in your Instagram story views? Or maybe you just want to strategically boost your story views. Maybe you have an upcoming sale or a promotion that you want to make sure people see. Or maybe for no reason at all, you just want to increase your story views. Well, if so, you're in the right place because in today's episode, I'm going to give you the do's and don'ts to boost your Instagram story views case we've never met before. Hello there, my name is Brock Johnson. I am an Instagram growth strategist who has grown my own following by more than 600,000 followers in the last few years. And it's my job to help you grow your following as well, but not just boost your followers or boost your views, but turn those views into actual customers, turn those followers into dollars. That's what I hope you do. And specifically today, we're gonna be talking about increasing your Instagram story views. Instagram stories are hugely important because they are arguably the best place to begin the sales process on Instagram. The majority of sales and new customers on Instagram are created in the direct messages, but it's not always easy to get people into the DMs. So that's where stories fit into this equation. Stories on Instagram are one of the most seamless ways that you can transition someone from a viewer, a follower, or even someone who's highly engaged, into someone who's actually in your DMs and primed and ready to become an actual customer. And recently, I've seen a massive spike in my Instagram story views. Over the last few years, my story views have peaked at around 10,000 views per story. And now they're upwards of 50,000 views per story. And I'm not going to gatekeep, I'm not going to BS. I'm going to share all of the strategies and all of the techniques with you in today's episode. In today's episode, I'm even going to take you into my actual Instagram insights and get a sense of the kind of content that I'm posting that is generating these super high views. Specifically over the course of this episode, I'm going to be alternating between the do's and the don'ts. So I'll give you a don't and I'll give you a do to help you hopefully get your stories back on the right track. But let's start with that first don't. Don't use the full 60 seconds instagram stories can be up to 60 seconds long and i know a lot of people were really excited when that came out you used to be able to record 60 seconds but then instagram would cut them into 15 second segments and before that you could only max out at 15 seconds now you can record a full 60 seconds if you wanted post that and record another full 60 seconds but i would not recommend doing this and the reason for that is a few things. Number one, and first and foremost, people go to Instagram stories for quick content. They're going to watch Instagram stories to consume content that is brief and that is in the moment. And that long-winded content, unless it's super engaging and you're just that great of a storyteller, it can be hard to grab someone's attention and hold it for the duration of 60 seconds. I mean, chances are even while you're listening to this podcast, you're doing other things. If you're listening to the audio only version, you're most likely driving or working out or doing something else on the side while listening. And if you're watching this podcast on YouTube, you're most likely also on your phone or also on your computer, also doing other things. That's just the nature of consuming content nowadays. Whenever it's long form content, unless it's like a movie that we're sitting in theaters for, we're distracted by other things. Our attention span is really, really short. And so the expectation that your followers are going to sit there and watch your entire 60 second story without any interruptions is kind of an unrealistic expectation. And the second reason why 60 second stories are something that I wouldn't recommend is that there's no way to scrub through them. And what I mean by that is as someone is watching the 60 second story there's no way for them to rewind to fast forward they can technically pause but that doesn't do them very much good if they miss the thing that they just heard like if they were like oh wait what did she just say oh wait what was that piece of the video and so it makes them have to choose between either accepting hey i missed that thing so i'm just going to skip the whole video or it makes them have to start the entire video over So if they were 45 seconds through the video and they missed something, they now have to start the entire story over and watch the full 45 seconds just to get to the part that they missed. So again, if you're not a great storyteller, if you're not someone who's super captivating on video, which I don't even consider myself someone who can hold the majority of my audience for 60 seconds unedited, unfiltered, well, then I wouldn't recommend doing 60 second stories. And also in general, from talking to my followers and from polling my audience, it seems like when people open a story and they realize it's one of those talking directly to camera stories and they see that that little ticker up at the top is barely moving which implies that this is a longer story they kind of just skip it all together. Because again, that's not why they went to stories in the first place. And they know inherently all of these problems that exist, they know that they're not going to be able to stay engaged for 60 seconds. And they know that even if they do try or want to, they're going to miss out on something and then have to rewind the video or start over. And so generally speaking, I would not recommend using those full 60 second stories. If you do want to do a talking direct to camera video on your Instagram stories, I would recommend to keep it very brief. And if you are someone who is, long-winded if you are someone who kind of rambles on a little bit maybe plan it out beforehand or even record that video beforehand pop it into a quick editing app like CapCut or InShot and cut it up, cut out those unnecessary redundant parts, cut out the dead space, cut out the ums, ers, and the pauses to make it really as short as possible. You could even consider breaking that 60 second story into bite-sized segments, kind of like Instagram used to automatically do for us. Maybe you're going to take that 60 second story and cut it down to just 40 seconds because 20 seconds of it was redundant. And then you're going to break those 40 seconds into four 10 second segments so that you are essentially posting four stories at once but they're each short enough that if people get lost or people lose interest they can easily fast forward or rewind without having the frustration of having to sit through an entire 60 second video so that's the first don't and the first do is to kind of do the opposite and that is to use text post stories, and specifically to use long-form text post stories. And I know this might sound contradictory, but when you are writing two to three paragraphs of text on a still image Instagram story, people understand that they can skim, they can skip ahead as they're reading, and they can easily hold their finger down to pause and read. Basically, they can consume the exact same content, but at their own pace. So, something that you could do here is instead of speaking those 60 seconds worth of stories, speak it using voice to text or just write down what you were going to say in that spoken audio and turn it into a text based story. In fact, right now I have my Instagram insights pulled up, and as I look at my most viewed stories of all time one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, all of them. I was going to count it up and give you like, you know, 17 out of 25, but it's literally the first 15 or 18 on this list, all are text post stories with lots of text, like two to three paragraphs worth of text. It's not until I get to a few stories that were actually the second story in that day. So, like the first story in that day got a bunch of views. So, then the second story got A little bit less, but still quite a few views. And that second story wasn't a text post story. But literally, almost all of my most viewed stories are heavy, heavy on the text. They have at least a few sentences, if not a few paragraphs worth of text. And again, that's because those kinds of stories encourage people to hold their finger down, and pause and read the story. And from Instagram's point of view, that is an awesome form of engagement. That means that you are keeping people on Instagram longer. And that's what Instagram wants. Basically in Instagram's eyes, you posted something that was so good that people are spending more time than Instagram planned on giving them to consume that content. And that's really the key secret sauce here of how certain stories get pushed out to more people than others. And speaking of hold to read, you might not have a super Instagram savvy audience. You might not have trained your audience to hold their finger down to pause and read just yet. So when you first start doing these text post stories, I would recommend using a pause to read or hold to read sticker. Basically after you create the story, just go to the gifts section on Instagram stories and type in hold to read or pause pause to read or even just the word pause or hold and then you can place a little sticker down in the corner that will encourage or remind people to put their finger on the screen thus pausing your story so they have time to consume the text that you have created. All right, let's get back into the don't category. This next don't is don't forget to add closed captions. If you are doing a spoken audio story, you have to keep in mind that about 80% of Instagram users consume content on mute, which means if they're watching your Instagram story and you're blabbering on talking about whatever it may be that you're talking about that day and your stories don't have captions, well, then four out of five people will not be able to consume that content and they'll just skip it altogether. The expectation that someone is going to turn up their volume and unmute their phone and listen to it is unreasonable and unrealistic. Not everyone is capable of doing that at that time. A lot of people are busy or preoccupied or they can't turn up their volume. So it's important to add closed captions. Also from an accessibility standpoint, you can make your content accessible to all people by adding closed captions. So always, always, always do that. There is an Instagram. Story sticker that should automatically add closed captions for you. And the vast majority of users do have access to that sticker. So just use that. And if you don't have access to that sticker, just pop your recorded video into an app again, like CapCut or Mix Captions to quickly add closed captioning to your videos so that people know what the heck you're talking about. Speaking of those Instagram story stickers, my second do is do use the engagement stickers. After you create or record your story, you can click on the stickers menu and see that there is a wide variety of stickers that Instagram allows you to quickly and easily add to your story. And they're not all created equal. Some are definitely better than others. But the bottom line here is that you want to use these engagement stickers because without them, it's harder for people to engage. When you add an engagement sticker, you are more likely to get engagement. Now, which one should you specifically use? It depends on the story. It depends on your audience. Personally, I have found that the emoji sticker, which is literally just one singular emoji that you get to choose. People tap on it and the emojis kind of like float up the screen. That is one that is very low cost or low effort required by your viewers. So I feel that it's very easy for people to tap on that and engage. And on the opposite end of the spectrum, I generally feel that the question response box or the ask me anything box, that That's usually the hardest to get people to engage because it's requiring more effort, right? It's requiring some creativity on their end to come up with a question or it's requiring a more lengthy response. So generally speaking, I like to use that emoji engagement sticker or what you'll see with a lot of my most viewed stories is that I'm using DM automation because again, it's very easy, right? People are just typing in one keyword, but it's a great form of engagement because it shows Instagram that people are spending more time on Instagram because of the story that people are so engaged with the story that they're DMing me. Instagram doesn't necessarily see like, oh, hey, you know, a thousand people all responded with the exact one word DM. Instagram just saw a thousand people responded to this story. And that's a great form of engagement. And so they're going to show that story to more people. So include an engagement sticker or include some way that people are intended to engage with that story. Basically, add a call to action to the story. So that's not just a few paragraphs of text, but it's a few paragraphs of text with a next steps with a call to action telling people what you want them to do now. My next don't is kind of built off of some of the do's that I've already mentioned and it's kind of like me catching you before I know you're going to do what you're going to do. So don't feel called out on this one, but don't use pre-made, pre-edited Canva templates for your stories. I know there's like this epidemic going on of people who are using Canva and using all these different stories apps to create these highly edited, complex, intricately designed stories, spending minutes, if not hours of their day creating these really intricate, well thought out, pre-planned stories. And I can't stress this enough. Don't do that. And of course, I should say right now, before we go any further, like if you are someone who is having great success doing something that I'm telling you not to do or not doing something that I'm telling you to do, then by all means, give me the middle finger and keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what's working. I'm just going to report to you what's working for us, what's working for our students and what we hear from polling our audience and talking to the people at Instagram. And that is that these really intricate stories, the ones that You know, you're going to canva.com and you're creating a a new design that is Instagram stories template. And then you're like using all these pretty graphics and everything. You're spending a fair amount of your time doing that and you're doing it to create a piece of content that will live on Instagram stories for a few seconds and then be gone forever. And not only that, it's also a story that feels kind of inauthentic or inorganic. Like it feels pre-planned and that's because people immediately know, oh, hey, this was created in Canva or this was created in some outside app. This wasn't in Instagram stories. So this wasn't really an in the moment thing. This wasn't really a like genuine, authentic, then and there, you had to be there type of moment. This was like, oh, hey, she was thinking about this. She planned this, she wrote this out, she designed this. And there's just a little bit of a disconnect there. I struggle to put into words exactly what is going on, but essentially, because people know that there has been so much planning and thought put into this, it feels less authentic, I guess. It feels less in the moment. And so i would recommend not using those pre-made canva templates for your instagram stories i mean as you saw my top viewed stories from this year are almost 100 percent black background with white text i mean you can't get any more basic and generic than that not very much thought into like the pretty graphic design or the color palette it was just quick and in the moment it was a black background with some white text on top and it worked. Also, speaking of worked, I, I'm really excited about this and I wanted to tell you. In fact, I was thinking about doing an entire episode just on this. We just got back some data on our internal members in the Insta Club Hub. We hired someone who was getting their PhD in Instagram research to do a deep dive into our top members. And we found that the average engaged Insta Club Hub member grew their Instagram following by 42% in 2023. Over this past year, they grew on average by more than 15,000 followers. That was crazy. That blew my mind. I literally just got that information right before hitting record today. And so I had to share that with you. If you're someone who is already in the Insta Club Hub and you're listening to this today, I highly encourage you to get back in there, watch some of our recent live trainings. Even if you only have five minutes per week, you can check out the weekly trending updates area and get some trending audios and that good stuff. If you're not already a member of the Insta Club Hub, I would love to invite you in. If you're listening to this around Black Friday time, maybe you're listening on Thanksgiving or on Black Friday, head to instaclubhub.com forward slash trial and you can find out more about our Black Friday sale. We're giving away a bunch of free bonuses for people who are joining the membership. And even if you're listening to or watching this and it's a few weeks or a few months after Black Friday, I would highly encourage you again to visit instaclubhub.com forward slash trial. You can find that linked up down in the show notes below and that's where you can learn more about all of of our in-depth Instagram coaching and strategies where we share exactly what you need to know to strategically grow your Instagram and make more money. But anyways, let's get back into how you boost your Instagram stories views. The third do relates to the third don't. And that is that even though I'm telling you not to like pre-plan your stories in Canva and make them like these intricate, beautiful designs, there should be a thought into text placement, design elements, and specifically text hierarchy. Essentially, there are a few general rules when you are creating your text-based Instagram stories. Rule number one, don't put anything near the borders of the screen anything that's too high too far to the sides too far down low it might get cut off on different people's phones because even though most phones are generally the same size they might have slightly different aspect ratios which just means like slightly different dimensions and so sometimes stories can get cut off sometimes the bottom can get cut off sometimes the sides can get squeezed so generally speaking don't put any text near the borders and that goes for engagement stickers as well with engagement stickers you really want to make sure they are near the middle of the screen you really want to make sure that engagement stickers are big and easy to tap on you don't want to put them down in the corner so that someone tries to tap on it and then they accidentally skip your story and then they either have to just accept that they skipped it or come back to the story and then try to tap it again it's a very frustrating process so just generally speaking keep everything in the middle also big big tip here very big mistake that a lot of people make is they align their text to the center which makes text so much harder to read so much harder to skim there's a reason why when you read a book it's always aligned to to the left. So make sure when you are writing Instagram stories, especially when you're writing those longer text-based Instagram stories that might have two or three paragraphs, align them to the left so that it's easier for people to read and easier for people to skim. And then finally, text hierarchy essentially just refers to kind of how people will read an article or different size text. That's a good way to think about it. And that's why, you know, when you open the newspaper, which I don't know anyone who still reads the newspaper, but hey, maybe you still do. If you do, that's awesome. But when you read the newspaper, the headline is literally at the top It is the first line and it is very big and bold and it's meant to grab your attention. When you are making text-based Instagram stories, you might consider using a similar strategy where you kind of summarize or create some sort of headline or hook that can be placed in bolder or bigger text up at the top. And then as people read through, something that I also like to do is I will highlight keywords by selecting that word and then changing the color or even changing the font for specific words so that as people are skimming, their eyes can more easily digest what they're reading and their eyes can be drawn to the key moments that you really want to make sure people get out of this text story. All right, now let's move back into the don't category. And this is something that has actually changed recently and is a new algorithm update as we move into 2024, something that we have already reported on to our Insta Club Hub members. And that is that with Instagram stories, we now recommend a less is more approach. In the past, the general recommendation, the best practice that we would share is that if you posted more stories throughout the day, then each time you posted a story, your little bubble, your little story icon would move back to the front of the queue, and then people would be more likely to watch it. And while that is still true in practice, and while that may still be true for some people, what we have found is that as you post more and more stories, let's say 5 to 10 or even more stories in the day, people become more likely to skip the entire bunch. And that's because generally as time has progressed, I think that the average Instagram user has become more savvy to consuming Instagram stories. And so when they open your story and they see all those little dashes up at the top, they instantly know this is going to be really long. And if they're not a big fan of you, if they don't absolutely love and adore your stories, if your stories aren't can't miss content, if they're not like Kardashian level engaging, well, then people are going to just skip the whole story altogether rather than watching all of the those little bullet points. So generally speaking, less is actually more now when it comes to Instagram stories. Of all of those most viewed or top Instagram stories that I've posted, I have received little to no benefit by posting more additional stories after that one initial story. And actually, what I have seen is a slight decrease in views on my first story as I continue to add more throughout the day. Or I shouldn't say a decrease in views because it's not a number that can go down, like once the view is counted, it counts, but a decrease from the expected total. So if I post one of those text post stories, and I normally would expect forty to 50,000 views on that, but then I follow it up with a bunch of subsequent stories throughout the day, that first story won't end up reaching the forty to 50,000 number. It will instead plateau at, again, maybe ten to 20,000. So less is more with Instagram stories. Translation, if you have something that you really want to make sure people see, like a sale, maybe a Black Friday sale, we're around that time of year, maybe a Cyber Monday sale, again, we're around that time of year, maybe a promotion, a launch, a new podcast a new post something that you really want to make sure people see instead of doing a bunch of stories that day just do one singular story make it one singular text post story and that will be more likely to get engagement and be shown to more people and then last but not least i think i might have saved the best strategy for last if you don't already know this one this is a tried and true seasoned strategy that has been proven time and time again to boost people's views and something that i have now incorporated into my weekly routine on a regular basis and not just like once a week, like multiple times a week, I'm using this strategy. And that is to take a complete, wipe out Instagram stories break. Basically allow at least 24 hours to pass between your last story and whatever your next story is That your story can be totally blank and in fact i usually like to wait 48 hours because 24 hours allows the story to you know the existing story to expire because it sits on your story for 24 hours and then i wait an additional 24 so 24 plus 24 48 hours basically i wait two days between each of my stories when i'm trying to boost my views because what this kind of does is it allows your stories to reset. It allows the algorithm on your specific stories to reset and everything goes to zero. So instead of saying, oh, hey, you had 150 viewers and of those viewers, 75% skipped the story and 20% swiped away and only 5% engaged. No, no, no. It's just zero, zero, zero across the board. And so you can kind of start with a fresh blank slate each time. And hopefully this is encouraging to you because now you don't have to post 50 stories a day every single day to stay consistent. You can post like three or four stories total for the entire week and get much better results. So I'm often now taking these breaks. I'll take multiple day breaks, prolonged breaks to allow my algorithm, my stories algorithm to constantly reset itself. And then I come back with a banger. I come back with an awesome story, a text post story, using all the strategies, all the do's and don'ts that I've shared with you today. And it's just a really great way to make sure that I am keeping my story views high, keeping people engaged and keeping them coming back for more. Now, of course, this is only one piece of the puzzle because the stories algorithm is totally different than the feed algorithm. And the feed is how you're going to reach new people because spoiler alert, stories don't help you grow your following. Stories can be great for engagement, Stories can be great for sales like we talked about earlier, but stories don't really boost your following or even help you reach any new people generally speaking. So, of course, you need to know how to boost your feed. You need to make sure you know how reels and carousels and photos can be used strategically to grow your following, and that's exactly what we talked about in a recent episode of Build Your Tribe which was titled How to Get More Engagement on Instagram: The 2024 Algorithm Secret. I highly recommend watching that video. I just put it out a few days ago and in that I shared a bunch of see knowledge predictions and actually big changes that are coming to instagram in 2024 make sure to check that out don't forget to hit the subscribe button press the thumbs up if you liked it and i will see you in the next episode and as always happy networking